right now is the time to open your mind in our search for the unknown who knows what we will find this is emergency exit i am los and i am joined once again by nick the passion writer that is right how you doing buddy i'm doing well how's your week welcome been? everybody it's been well, how's my weekend yeah how's mm-hmm. your week been well, it's only monday so oh okay. that's right that's right. We are broadcasting are, on a Monday this time. We're doing a, a special episode this week. More on that in a second. This right. is episode 21. Today is February 13th, 2017. Through deep space, shooting through the ionosphere, we are broadcasting to you again. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we have been away dealing with life. Uh, I got a new job. Um, I was called a racist, and someone I know is being accused of being a pedo. Needless to say... Life gets away from it's us from time to time. <sighs> I know. Why did we get that sound bite ready? I should have that sound bite ready. Yeah, but he's a pervert, dude. Yeah. No. He's a sex offender with a record. He did six months of Chino for exposing himself to an eight-year-old. Huh. When he moved to Hollywood, he had to go door to door to tell everyone he was a pederast. What's a pederast, Walter? Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Uh, but we will be back with the regular show next week. So... We're doing the show on Monday, Correct. the day before Valentine's Day. That is right. You have some plans, so we're not going to be uh, doing our regular show tomorrow. Right. We do. We've had the Montauk chair or the Montauk project uh, ready for uh, ready for presenting the last couple of weeks. Sarah will be doing it, and we're just life's been getting away, man. The racist thing, the pedo thing. The new job thing. New job thing. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, but we only been away for one extra week, so. Uh, All right, we didn't want to do two weeks off. Yeah, I mean it's too much. But I can't. I can't. Uh, Sorry, honey. Yeah. Can't do well, Valentine's you know, Day. It's Valentine's Day. They get so. one day. Well, a couple days. Right. You have to be a good husband or boyfriend. You know, right. Tom. I used to listen to Tom Likas growing up, and he was like one of these guys that like, hates women, really. You know. Oh. Uh, but he always had a show that would help you pick up chicks and he, he had a lot of rules like you don't spend more than forty dollars on a date um and that once you nailed her you bailed her that was like a big thing or like hit it and quit it yeah and he, he also said own. there's a great thing he goes if you're in a relationship that you dump her before christmas and then you get back with her after valentine's day so you can avoid all the presents <laughs> Jeez. needless to say he, he is a he's a piece of dog shit I say real stand-up dude He's a piece of dog shit. He's a sheep. That's right. <laughs> Take that, Tom, 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 Tom whoever. Tom Likas. Yeah. <laughs> He's a creep, fucking creep. But he also has a really good uh, wine show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we're going to do something different tonight. 
Nick Correct. and I are just going to do some commentary on some current news. So let's go ahead and give you the news. That is right. We've got the news. Nick has been scouring. Scouring. The Twitters. The I have spent literally dozens of minutes on He's been weeding out all the fake news to get you some <laughs> real fucking news this time. Right. We do enough fake news. We don't do fake news. We do real news, but in our own fake way. Our in way our own, I mean, <laughs> in our own fake. We race. do fake news in a real way. I don't know. So we've got six stories today that we've right. uh, hand selected. So let's go with the uh, let's go with the number one first one. Let's number sit. one <laughs> with our our idiot idiom game sound effects. It's transition music. Just just general transition music. All right. So Number first, one. Uh, being that tomorrow's Valentine's Day, uh, one thing that uh, there are single people that always feel fairly left out since it's the day of lovers and Hallmark cards and candy, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'll be left out. I'm a lo- uh, you know, I'll be by myself. So I thought that this first story is pertinent for one of the single folks. Uh, Playboy magazine after a buttoned up year. Get it? A buttoned up year. A buttoned up year is finally bringing (laughs) nudity back to its magazine. Nice. Buttoned up here. Uh, Is that what what they said on the Yeah, I know. I just liked it too much. (laughs) I had to use it. I had to. Uh, Cooper Hefner, son of Hugh. He's 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 took over. He's he's taken over. And uh, he said that they stopped doing nudity in the first place because they felt that it was dated. Yeah, naked chicks will never get old. Um. I think that they weren't as popular because the other nudie magazines were a lot more nude, whereas Playboy's always been like kind of coy and more been, of a nipple slip. They're classy. Classy. It's nudity, classy. Right. Not like Hustler where they're straight it's just spread lips. Right out there. Have right. you ever seen the, Have you seen a Hustler before? I have seen a Hustler. It's before. like the, dude. It's they they spread lips open. Oh, uh, and butts and everything. Like they do gaping buttles. It's yeah. disgusting. I mean, it's pretty fucking vile, man. It, not if you're into that, I guess. You, you got that right. <laughs> I got it. They've got a market, so... That's right. Uh, uh, anyway, said the, the nudity they were doing was dated, but removing it entirely was a mistake. So they stopped doing it in March of last year. and uh, Gave it a buttoned-up year. We'll say, hey, we'll be back with this in one year. You know, we just got to see if we'll sell any magazines when you don't I have guess. titties. And when you don't have titties. When you're a magazine known for titties, but then you cut out the titties... It's like a Starbucks going, we're not serving any coffee for right. a year. You guys can still get our uh, our croissant buns. And, and our vanilla frappuccino, or I guess that's still a coffee drink. But. A coffee, yeah. It's mostly, mostly uh, milk. <laughs> milk. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the March 2017 issue will bring back nudity. So exactly one year without, without any nips or lips, as, yeah. they, as they say, as I say, actually, that, it's just classy um, naked pics, man. Right, it's not like so, they were like, uh, I can understand if Hustler was like, hey, we're going to tone it down a little right, bit. Right, right, right. Like, we'll go, we'll take it from a 10 down to like a 6 or something. Uh, yeah, Playboy was never raunchy or, or overly sinful about it. It was always I think well they done, sat tasteful. back and they, they watched Penthouse and Hustler and just watched I their sales. I remember Fox Magazine is really, that's, that's... What's Fox Magazine? Fox is like... 
Uh, I feel like they're taking their pictures on like hardcore porn sets. Oh, that so it's like because I do sometimes when I watch those porns, you get some flashing happening, and that yeah, that could be it. There's like DPs and DPs and DPs and DPDPs and and SMSMs and (laughs) all these letters strung together. Um, So the first issue back will have March playmate Elizabeth Ellum. April playmate Nina Danielle. Born 1997. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll have an interview with Scar Joe. Everybody's, she's, isn't she like the... Wait, they have interviews in those things? Yeah, if you go past... <laughs> I'm just ready right, for the interviews. Right in between the pictorials, there's interviews and some cartoons every once in a while. I remember, well, I'm sure they still do this with the centerfolds, and it'll, it folds out, and then it gives you their likes. And Right, the little... I always remember looking at those and going, that's exactly what I should be saying to girls when I go on dates <laughs> with them. It's like, eh, this is I what would, they're giving you. I would look at them and be like, that's what they like? Shit. Well, I'm likes. never, never like going to get this chick, I guess. I like rabbits <laughs> and uh, walking on the beach reading my favorite book. And I'll say the same things just to try to get the girls. Right. Well, but then I'll ask about the book and you'll have to actually. Uh, 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 I read 1984. <laughs> She's like, what? I read the, 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 the. Pride what? and Prejudice. What are those Valley girls? The Sweet Valley High. Sweet Valley High. <laughs> are Sweet... you picking up junior hires? <laughs> Jesus. I just remember those. For, that was like the girls version of like Hardy Boys was the Sweet Valley Girls or something. No, Nancy shit. Drew. It was Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew was the female detective. What was the, the male equivalent to the Sweet the Valley, Valley High? Girl, Sweet Valley. Uh, I don't think there was one. I think the guys were out playing football and the girls were like, we want to be doing something. Right. Sexist. Well, I'm just yeah. kidding. And there go the female listeners. I'm sorry. You know I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know what? I guarantee you any girl listeners are definitely, they can raise their hand when it comes to the Valley Girls. Give us, send us some mail if you're into the, if the girls. Send us something. Uh, what else we Wait, got what? on the... <laughs> sorry, I was trying to... I was telling, I was telling the, uh, the, the lady listeners if they have listened or, uh, or they have read the Valley Girls series oh. that they should let us know. By yeah. emailing us. Let us know what those are about. Exit Definitely. Podcast at gmail.com. Right. What is that what is that email? Emergency exit podcast. At, at gmail. gmail. That's right. I got locked out of my Gmail, dude. Why? Um False no not my Gmail, password. my um my Apple ID, uh, my Apple one. Um they just needed me to redo my password or something. I went in and it, one of my emails is an old email I don't use anymore and I totally don't know the password for it anymore. And I just cannot Get a, and all those questions that I answered like 10 years ago. You don't even remember your own security answers now? It's like I, I know what they are, but I feel like they're, they're fucking with me because I know what my first job was. I know what my first hobby was, and I don't know if it's like case, uh, case sensitive, but probably. it's not telling me if I'm even close. No, they which, never do. Like, I hate it when you do that, and you're like, fine, I'll just change my fucking password. And then it says new password cannot be old password. I'm like, well, motherfucker. Oh, man. It's like... <laughs> Okay, anyways, uh, let's so, get back on track here. Uh, we right, got Playboy so here. Also returning, as well as boobs, will be the jokes section. I remember I remember that from the old Playboys. Yeah, they had a page like, yeah, well, yeah, they had kind a of comic. sexist, but not really bad jokes, you know? Uh, classy jokes. With, with a capital cla- classy ASS. Classy sexist jokes, yes, yeah. right. Uh, the Playboy Philosophy, which is a political cultural column previously written by the Hef, and now 40 years later... Uh, the sun's going to be taking that back it's up, like, so they're going to get political again. And then it's funny they'll be talking about political stuff. And it's like, where'd you get? What's your source? Playboy Play magazine. Play. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's the only publication I get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I read it when I'm on the toilet. Um, 
so other changes. There will be a heritage section that looks at the magazine's past. Uh, they're also re removing the entertainment for men uses to read Playboy and entertainment for men. So he says it will always be a lifestyle brand focused on men's interests, but as gender roles continue to evolve in society, so will we. It's going to give those like so, really hardcore straight guys like they're not going to want to read that stuff. Well, eventually it's going to get into like, you know, trans, uh, you know, transgenders and maybe I don't know. That's, up, gonna, to, that's up to Kupath. Uh, and if they're that hardcore straight guys, they're probably already on the Hustler Fox actual hey, smut you know level. What? I can't argue with you on that. I, I wouldn't consider Playboy smut per se. Definitely not. So I think that that would be more. You of know, a when smut I was growing thing. up, my mom um, after my my dad and my mom divorced, uh Maybe a year, a couple of years later, she started dating this other guy, which is uh, who she's married to now. Mm -hmm. um, I remember going to his house, and he had a subscription to Playboy. Mm -hmm. I remember like going to his house and seeing his little collection. Now, I didn't think about that till just now, but I wonder if he still uh, if he still subscribed to it. Yeah, I would be interested. I didn't uh, delve in too much because I was trying to find multiple stories instead of a whole bunch about one. So it would be interesting to see what their sales were up to March of last year when they stopped doing nudity and see well, how one, their sales dipped. One thing I definitely know is that sex sells. Oh, of course it does. So if they're going to show some more tits or something, I think they're going to do a lot better. Uh, and yeah. because you guys are, or Playboy is going to show some vagina and tits again, I think we should give them an excellency award. And so we raise our glass to Coop Hefner for bringing back the titties and the vagines, tits. and here is the five tits star. That's right award. That's right. That's right. As we toast. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Let's get to the next. Uh, uh, oh wait, we forgot. Or do you want to do that at the end? You know that's a good idea. Before we get into the next topic, let's do a uh, brew world order real quick. Yeah, something we haven't we done in some time. In quite a matter of fact, we should uh, make a button for it. We should make a sound bit for our brew of the oh, brew. Yeah. World. Well, not if we're going to do it sporadically. We should still have it. Okay. All right. But this week, we are drinking Seven's Sinful Brew. It is a dry hop cider, and it is made in Houston, Texas by my friend, Kevin. Also known as Seven Saunders. Seven Saunders. This man I've known for a very long time. He lives in Houston now, but we are from Orange County. And he's a connoisseur. Of beer or ciders? He's a an I alcoholic think. connoisseur. Oh, okay. But he That's a nice word for a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he's a drunk. I I'm totally okay. I've never met the guy. Don't, but he, don't, don't be mad, he Kevin. said he started making a cider. And I was like, okay, great, man. And he dry hopped this one. Do you know what dry hopping is? I do not. This is a, it's a pretty interesting thing. And I, I kind of uh, know it to be a cold brewing um, in my world of coffee. Okay. So what you do is after you've created your cider, however you're making it, what you do is you take hops and you put them in a uh, mesh bag, finely mesh bag, and you dip it and you let it soak in your cider for a few sort days. Sort of teabag it? It's teabag. It's steeping. Right, but gotcha. it's uh, under cold premises, not hot like tea would be. That's uh, hence the name cold brew. And he lets it sit there, pulls that sucker out, and man, doesn't it give it a nice fucking bright yeah, hop? It is very good. This is a dry hop cider, seven out, uh, seven percent alcohol by volume. So this is also up there with me. Very nice with the the yeah, alcohol content. I wonder if he did that on purpose, being seven. 
Ooh, that is uh, something I did not consider. Seven. Uh, if you're out there listening, man, shoot me a text or something. Let me know if you did it and you wanted seven seven percent uh, alcohol by volume. That's a great idea. So, uh, any thoughts on this before we rate it? Um, I it is a very very plain label. There's not a lot. Uh, on yeah, it, but you it know, it, this is definitely it's definitely not mass produced. No, no, this is uh, this. As a is matter of fact, the label Roger Basement. I'm assuming. Uh, probably. He, Roger Basement? Garage. Uh, garage. Basement. Garage, absolutely. Yeah. Or, I mean, or I'm sure it's a, I don't know. He lives in Houston. I don't know what they have. Maybe Fallout Shelter out there. So um, <laughs> he also, you can see, uh, you can't see out home, but there is a label on this, and it's just a regular old sticker. Yeah. And it's starting to fade through the condensation. Yep. And it's got, a th it's got three empty stars there, but it should be five full stars. Because I, I give this five that's right 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 some of those are so emphatic that's right i know dude well i i, I worked on that i'm gonna get i'm gonna make a new one where you're in there too because i'm they're all panned everywhere right if you're listening to headphones you're gonna hear them coming at you from like behind to the side wow. in front of you. it was fun um so that being said, I gave it a five point five, a uh, five point five out of uh, five, five out of five. That's right. Five out of five. He got a plus plus. He got the extra credit points on that one. What Nick are you rating it? Um, I will give it a four point five out of five. Excellent fucking rating, still, man. All right. So to counteract your five point five, so we still only ten. Thank out of you 10. very much, Seven, for giving us those beers. We really appreciate it, man. And uh, future and future luck to your future endeavors, man. Keep uh, keep at it, and I will always yeah. be happy to drink it. Shall we get back to the news? Yes. All right, here we go. Number two. Okay, going to the other side of the Valentine's coin. Ooh, other side. Yes. The uh, good side. Well, we all know about the ring finger, right? Yeah, the ring finger. So I thought, since we're not doing an idiot or idiom where we tell the origin of, of words and phrases, I uh, would go with the origin of ring finger. Why it's called a ring Why finger? Why it's called a ring finger. It's interesting <laughs> um, that you say that, you know? <laughs> Sorry about that. I exploded a bit. Yeah, you know, when I think about ring finger, I think about, you know, how Valentine's Day is also sort of a made-up holiday, probably made by, like, you know, card companies and shit hallmark right, and shit I always call it the hallmark that day maybe that's one of those things like same thing how listerine invented halitosis you know and everyone knows that as like a real thing but maybe it was just something made up like that like to because you know big weddings and rings weren't like the normal when you married somebody back in the no, day not always and no. i think uh adam ruins everything that great show he makes is uh also saying that the de beers company uh, is the one that came up with Diamonds Are Forever and made diamonds popular, you know? I could see that. And it's not even real tradition. It just recently has become a tradition. Right, well, because wedding wasn't... Well, for a long time, weddings weren't about love and pledging your life to someone forever. About it was joining family. Joining family or even exchange of goods. Really? Oh, right. yeah. Well, that's if you're... I'll give a, you my daughter if you give me some cattle and a I'm bit of land. I'm glad we got away from that. <laughs> well, you know, it's... So, where does... Uh, so, Ring Finger uh, comes from... Well, the... <laughs> The subtitle or, or subheading, I guess, is because leech finger doesn't have the same ring to it. Leech finger? Leech. As in Like the, leeches, the, the yes. sucking slug? Correct. So why would they put leeches on their finger? Well, we'll get to that, sir. Okay. That, that's that's the coming up. That's the stick around. Set the trap and you right gotta, after these short after these short messages. <laughs> 
And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so, ring finger got its name from the ancient belief that a vein directly connected it to the human heart and that wearing a ring on the finger might alleviate ailments. But it was called the leech finger for similar reasons. We so, they would have put leeches on that finger to, like, if you sort had a heart pain or something? Uh, well, you know, they'll use leeches in, in I've heard of that. to help yeah. bleed out or, and stuff. So, Suck yes, out they, bad would, blood. they would do that. So if or even... Uh, do bloodletting because leech wasn't always a term just for the slug. People were. It just became a word after for that. that. Yeah. So it became I, an idiom. Uh, it, I guess. Because you're not literally using a leech anymore. You're sucking out blood because of this and that. Right. Well, like, it was that, I think. The way I understood it was that before the bug was. Wait, wait. Say that again. You, it's, it happened. Uh, well, the it, word we, became... We'll get there. You're, you're, you're going to the end of the story first. All right. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, the ring finger, I mean, I've heard that, and then, I, I mean, I've always heard about the the vein going from that finger to the heart, and that's why you put your symbol of love on that finger. I wonder if that's true. Is that true? That the- uh, I would assume, like, as, as as much as we know about the human body now, I would be shocked if we didn't know that, for sure. Okay. You know, we've mapped out the nervous system, the cardios, like, we've got... Yeah, but a nerve that's in our uh, ring finger, uh, a vein that's in our... Uh, I mean, they all connect to they the heart. They all connect eventually, but like... I so I can, just say, I can like, put a ring right here on my vein, on my forehead, on my temple, and... Yeah, but does that go direct, or does that go to something else that goes to it, like... Well, it's hard to believe that a vein from my ring finger goes all the way... It's like one vessel that goes all well, the way to my heart. Well, you know, man, I, I've never cut open a body and looked myself. My leech finger, by the way, I wanted right. to say. Uh, okay, so there's no official name in English for any fingers. Like, pinky is not an official name. Middle finger is obviously not. Um, the ring finger. Hey, man, that's something I need to look into. Pinky finger. Yeah, pinky finger. We've right. Where the fuck does that come from? That also was mentioned in this article that used to have a different name as well. So we'll get there. Uh, So calling us a ring finger goes back to old English when it was called the ring finger. It had an H in front. H R I N G. A possible explanation for why the ring goes on that particular finger may be found in a 17th century translation of a book by Dutch physician Levinus Lemnius. Levinus Lemnius? Lemnius. Lemnius. Levinus Lemnius. So, uh, to, just to paraphrase this, because it's quite a long uh, blurb from his book, but the ancients had a custom to wear a ring of gold on that finger and to adorn it, to adorn it above the rest because a small branch of the artery, not of the nerves, is stretched forth from the heart unto this finger, the motion whereof you shall perceive evidently in women with child or wearied in travel and all effects of the heart. So by the touch of your forefinger, this may seem absurd to no man, for I used to raise such as are fallen by pinching this joint and by rubbing the ring of gold with a little saffron. This is a restoring force Zach in it saffron that passes is actually, to the heart. Zach <laughs> Saffron's actually in, uh, is that one of those actors. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so they believe that by pinching the joint or rubbing gold on it, you could restore force that would pass to the heart and refresheth the fountain <laughs> of life. Yes, refresheth. Is that what it says? Yes, it does. Wow. Refresheth the fountain of life unto which this finger is joined. And joined is spelled J-O-Y-N apostrophe D. That's the way they talked? A joined. Well, it was a Dutch man, so. A joined. Joined. So. That was from Levinus Lemnius. So some thought the simple wearing of a ring would alleviate ailments, 
by others thought that it needed to be pinched. So that's where the wearing a ring on that finger actually started. It had nothing to do with the symbol of love. It was medicinal. Well, yeah, I, I can see where the, the connection is because they, they say it's a heart thing. And right. the closest you want to be, you you want your partner to be close to your heart at all times. They sure. got, they've got this really cool um, uh, ring that I've seen on uh, the book on uh, some of these sponsored feeds where it actually detects your, your counterpart's heartbeat and it, it goes right into your ring. So it like pulsates their heartbeat. Oh, I have seen that. You can always, you can feel your lover's heart crazy, at all dude. times. Isn't that weird? That, it's a bit creepy. She, okay, you're at work. It's a and bit it, fatal attraction-y. You're at work and it starts beating fast. You're like, honey, what are you up yeah. to? She's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just washing the dishes. <laughs> and it mm-hmm. just beats even faster. <laughs> Don't get that ring. No. Don't cheat. <laughs> okay, uh, so now, oh, damn it, I lost my spot. Oh, yes, wearing a ring on it or pinching it. And others recommended somewhat more stabby methods. Stabby? Stabby. Elaborate. Between the little finger and the leech finger is letting of blood that greatly availeth against all fevers, tertians, quartians, and against the flames and divers other lettings that come to the paps and milt. Hold up. This Dutch guy is a... Who is this guy? This is, no, this is a different one. This is from Godfridus. Godfridus. Not Godfried us, but G-O-D-F-R-I... Godfried us. <laughs> G-O-D-F-R-I-D-U-S. Uh, in his writing, The Knowledge of Things Unknown, in 1663. Wow, 1663. 1663. So he was saying you need to... It's crazy that they even knew about, like, where these veins went, right. like, before we had technology that can, like, well, scan they, it. And, like, what'd they do? They, they had, had to do it the old school way, right? right? Just cut a body open. Ugh. Right. Cadavers and... No. So he was saying, and he, he referred to it as the leech finger, and he was talking of letting blood. And you let blood out from there. You leech, you leech it out. So it brings us to leeches. One leeches. of many names the ring finger has had. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah, you'd put a leech on there. This makes more sense when you realize that leech is a very old term for a physician or doctor. Oh, I actually had so no the idea. The blood-sucking worm is called by this name because so of the habit. Wait. The, the worm is called this because of the habit that physicians had of sticking them onto patients. So those were called leeches after the fact, it wasn't they were leeches, and now we use that as a term. Okay, that clears up some things for me. But you could still say today that they are leeches. There are you okay? I, I, let me. No, they let, are leeches. They're called leeches, but they're called leeches because th- there was a practice of leeching, and they would use this worm to do it sometimes. So that's why, hey, here's a leech because it was leeching blood. That's fake news. <laughs> well, in our real way. Well, here's the thing: uh, doctors are like prescription sponsors well they get sponsored by certain prescriptions and they will try to sell i don't know that that was a thing in the 1600s well i'm talking about this is how this is a, an appropriate term to use as doctors now a leech yeah a, a leech <laughs> however i've been because to some good doctors leech... you know what? but the thing is they're when i go to the doctor i've been to the doctor twice in the last few months and they are always they, the last couple of times I came in for some minor th- things. They were they were so happy to try to write me a fucking prescription for some painkillers. And I'm like, I told them as happy as I love to do drugs. I'm like, I told them no on every single time. It's like they were so fucking. Oh, they were like, they probably saw me and they're like, oh, this guy probably wants drugs. And they were they were happy to do it, you know. Man, but I came in said so no. You're I can have my, a lot I, of people emailing asking for your doctor's name. I bet. 
Uh, they're literally <laughs> not anything special. They're in my. They're, no, but if they're happy to give, they're out in drug my insurance group, so they was it was easy to find them. But yeah, both of them, two different ones, uh, and pretty recently I had this like uh, this thing where uh, my ear, I had an ear hurt, ear mm-hmm, pain, mm-hmm. and it was like pressure. Did and sh- you let blood out of your? I did leech not. Finger? I did not leech it. Unfortunately, I should have. But I went to a leech, and she, <laughs> and she was like, "Would you like some uh, some uh, some drugs?" For, for, she's like, "Would you like some drugs so you don't feel the pain?" I'm like, "No, I need to feel myself. I need something to, so that my ear doesn't hurt when I bite down on something." Right. You know. And she was. I just don't want those drugs, right. man. If it's if it's a specific problem that can be cured by medicine, okay. But just like a general painkiller, like big pharma's fucked up right now, man. Oh, we, we're seeing we're seeing their their the EpiPen go up thousands of dollars. You you don't hey, need to be doing that. Is related to our next story. After I wrap this up, I was well, let's wrap this one up like and that. get to the next one. All right. Well, so it, it will also leech. I believe has come become an idiom because you can call someone a leech when it has nothing to do with blood or bugs. When they're just like mooching, like, oh, don't invite him out to the bars with this. He's fucking leech, man. It's one of those shittier uh, idioms because it's like exactly what it sounds right, like. Right, but it's still not its literal meaning. And that's why it's an idiom. Ex- an idiom is right. ironic. Listen to our episode on idioms, guys. I listened to it the other day when I was doing was my a laundry. Good, a pretty good episode. And I thought it was very interesting. Cause and educational. It is very educational and... I thought it was great, man. We uh, we did some idioms in there that I had no idea about, and it actually sparked our idiot or idiom game, which is something we will play next week. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're the you're the game master these days. Yeah, I was you, thinking you about got, next week. Yes, you got another week. one ready? All right, I do. That's great. Um, okay, so the ring finger, leech finger, has also been called medical finger, physician finger, annular finger, heart finger, and for a brief period of time in the 17th century. With no apparent sense of irony, the it was finger. called the nameless finger. That's a stupid name. No shit. And then there's a bunch of quotes here, or just like blurbs showing each of these usage. Like here's one where a guy calls it the nameless finger. Uh, Reginald Scott called it the nameless finger. You know, just examples of it. So uh, also, it was at one point called the ear finger because it was commonly used to make clean the ears. Like, people would use their ring finger to clean out their ears. That's one of my least stable fingers to do that with. It's pinky yeah. or index finger. So, ne- anyway, you brought up pinky earlier, and I said, oh, let's mention it here. Yeah, blah, oh, yeah. Blah, 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 pinky. Blah. Why is it called a pinky finger? Uh, I, I don't know why it is called, but it seems to not have been given. Uh, it doesn't have the same attachment to the heart, ring finger, and all that. But uh, it was told if the na- if the top of your pinky doesn't reach the last knuckle on your ring finger... You could declare that person surely to be a bastard. <laughs> this um, is funny. Um, and it was you say also, that. Hold up a second. Like, oh. we used to do. We used to fuck with people that way. You're supposed to hold up your hand. Hold up your hand in front of your face, and if if your pinky doesn't reach the the last knuckle on your ring finger, you're a bastard. And they would do that. Then you'd slap their you slap their hand in their face. Oh, I was did it if your hand was. Or smaller you, than your face, you have cancer, so they put it like right on their face, and then you fucking. There's them. lots of good variations. Yeah, right. Another one was like, uh, I want rub your rub your your index, no, your your middle finger on your left palm, and rub it in a circle, and then smell it. Do you smell strawberries? And then smack, smack their right <laughs> in the fucking face, fuckers. Uh, <laughs> so the little finger, pinky, was also referred to as ear finger. The ring finger, when it was called ear, was E-A-R-E. That is so funny. It's called an ear finger. So it was called the ear finger for the simple reason that it was the finger best able to function as a Q-tip <laughs> in the days before we had such luxury well, Q-tips items. Q-tips are not even supposed to go in your ears. No. It says that clearly on the box. Because you will puncture but your eardrum. 
but we all do it. That is eighty fucking at least eighty five percent. I'll of tell you one thing, dude. I will I will dig the shit out of my ear when I'm like cleaning it. Like you just start rubbing like right. in there, and you just can't stop. You're like. Well, you just you just got to be careful because the reason they say not to do that is because the word you're just going to push the wax in more. Well, it's exactly what it does. That's um, exactly what it does. You just got to get around and scoop that shit out. Here's a little Lowe's tip. What you want to do is put it in. Right after a shower in, when there's some water in there to get that, help get that shit And what happened, the wax is, like, make sure it's a hot shower and the wax starts, it, it, it doesn't cling to the walls as much and it, it drips down to the bottom of your ears. What you want to do is get into your, but don't push in yet. Go up as far as you can while you're in the ear canal. Go up and kind of pull your ear up a little bit. Push back as far as you can, not without, without hurting without yourself. Hurting or puncturing the ear And drum. then go in ahead and get a good scoop. And God forbid, I tell you what, you look at that thing and it's going to be like an orange color. Right. And, you know, I used to, mine used to be like nice yellow. Like it wasn't like something like dark or anything. But like recently because uh, the job I was doing, the roaster job, I had ear plugs in all day. Would, oh, dude, yeah. it's like, you're dude, get, I've never seen them dirtier before. You're not just getting waxed, man. You're getting all sorts of shit out of there. Well, no, I don't think that because I have something in my ear all day, and it's it's my well, it's my the earbuds. Sweat and whatever gets on them, you're putting in your ear, and then the sweat's getting that off. Dude, also. I once looked at my earbud, and it was clogged with earwax before. I was like, holy shit, this is <laughs> fucked up. Well, earwax is you're just naturally sealing all the germs. So um, this also brings me to my next topic. If you guys are interested in an emergency exit earwax candle, please give us an email at emergencyexitpodcast.com. Thank you very much. That's right. We're really trying to go for the not common swag market. Everybody has stickers and shirts. <laughs> yeah, I Nobody mean, has an earwax candle. Like, listen, you guys can totally buy an emergency exit t-shirt, but you guys are never going to find an emergency exit candle. You're not going to find a WWE ear candle you're not gonna right. find uh always sunny in philadelphia ear candle only on emergency exit that, will you find an ear wax that candle. is correct that is correct so are uh, we have anything more to say about this right uh, I, I think that was that was it on the finger all right let's get to the next one all right so uh then after you talking about your the EpiPens and pharma and etc. Yeah, the pharma shit. Yeah, you got something on that? Uh, there's a different drug hike. The price of opioid antidote. Oh, an opioid yeah. antidote. The price of that leaps by six hundred percent. That is unbelievable. Six fucking hundred percent. Like I, I really thought a hundred percent was like it. No, that means all of it, right? Anyway, so there's an injectable drug. Touted as an antidote for opioid overdoses. Which is very important for people trying to kick right. off a heroin. Um, and this has pissed off first responders, health advocates, and U.S. Senate. Uh, this is something a lot of people can do or use on the spot. Like if you show up, especially as like a first responder, you know. Uh, someone's having an overdose. This is something you can do. Oh, sort of if, like the adrenaline shot or something like. Yeah, and if if you get with, if you're the one that's uh, being uh, that's having an attack and the ambulance gets called and the EMS come out there and they they administer this drug to you, you're responsible for the drugs that they use to get you back or something, and that shit's shot up six hundred percent. So correct, they're dealing with that backlash. Right. So what and else this we is got a, this is a good thing for say the particular EMS or EMT doesn't know. Did I say EMS? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, is that I don't right? Know EMT is what I meant to say. Go right. ahead. I think they're anyway. So if they're not really well versed in in 
an opioids or over to or whatever like this is this is something they can do without trying to go beyond their skill set and limitations and potentially bring on lawsuits like it's a fairly safe thing um it contains naloxone n-a-l-o-x-o-n-e okay which saves the lives of people who are overdosing the fda approved medication is designed to be used by people who don't have medical training say police officers or families who have relatives with substance abuse problems. Uh, the price for Evzio, the drug that contains Evzio. this, Evzio, the commercial drug that has this, Naxolone, Naloxone, anyway, uh, is, Naloxone. It has jumped from $690 to $4,500. That is outstandingly too much money. And that's against the backdrop of a huge rise in the number of prescription opioid overdose deaths. Man. So opioid overdoses are going up, and this drug that can save the lives of people that are now happening more and more frequently has skyrocketed to what, almost $5,000 per. What's the name of that cocksucker that— Oh, Martin Screlly? Yeah, that cocksucker— Someone threw a bag of shit in his face, he, and that he was deserves fucking it. wonderful. Now, oh, it was good. You know what? I understand you want to make money, and this is a great way to make money, but listen here. You are fucking people over. You are right. you are literally I'm, taking profit over people's I am health. all for free market. I'm all for you work. If you got something, make money. Like, do you for sure. But I don't think the American dream means, uh, you know, make money off of the lives of other fucking people. You like, are if literally you're putting hurting somebody, dude. your wallet over the importance of a human life, then you are a piece of shit. Absolutely, it is. Uh, there's no other way about it. Like, there's no way you can talk your way out of that or or spin that to not sound like you're a pile of shit because you are a pile of shit. Dude, it is despicable to hear about this. Like, like I was just saying about the EpiPen, they are you are people need that medicine, and when right. you do that to them, yeah, and especially like a you, medical bill isn't expensive enough, you and can, you know if the hospital administers it. They're going to put it on the bill to the victim. Yeah, absolutely. That's the f most fucked up part about it. And it, I was just saying about the, the EpiPen. You know, those people will have seizures and shit, or they'll right. have epileptic septic, you know, epileptic septic, so saying. <laughs> seizures. They're, they're fucking up, and this is... It's not like they have, which the exact claim that senators said... Uh, 31 U.S. senators sent a letter to Kaleo Pharmaceuticals, the maker of Evzio and said people are willing to pay for it because they don't have other alternatives. Such a steep rise in the cost of this drug threatens to price out families and communities that depend on naloxone to save lives at a time when Congress has worked to expand access to naloxone products and to assist state and local communities to equip first responders with this life-saving drug. The startling price hike is very concerning. Now, the figure has quadrupled man. since 1999. Quadrupled? Quadrupled since 1999. Oh, my God. So in 1999, it must have been very actually affordable to, you know, when we were like 690, that seems bad. And then it jumped up to four. So 690 wasn't even originally what it was in 99. But since that time, during that period, more than 183,000 people have died. Because they couldn't get access to the drug. 183,000 lives have been lost since 1999. Less, well, I know, I, I know, big pharma. I know, big pharma's like, 
Well, that's only just a, a, a baby fraction of the population. Right. Natural selection. But, I mean... You know, I was just saying something. Hold up a okay, second. I was sorry. just saying something uh, not too long ago about natural selection. It was not something I said on the air. But I was uh, saying how the endangered... I was watching uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit. Love that show. Great, great show. Great they had an episode show. on endangered species. Okay. And how the Endangered Species Act is bullshit. For one, th- it... it it counteracts uh, the natural selection, first of all. Right. And I was behind that a lot. I said, a little, oh, that's a little right. bit. I'd it, say that to a point, sure. Uh, but very much, it's like if, uh, if, if it didn't have human involvement, I understand why we're doing the endangered species list. But if it's something that doesn't involve human involvement and they're dying like a bug or something, right? Uh, and they're saying it's, it's dying... Uh, it also has something to do with it's like property. Hard to not have human involvement at this point, I feel. Yeah, I guess you're right. Anyways, but, sorry. Um, well, we'll, we'll remind me where we're at here. Uh, I just they wrote a letter in 183,000 deaths, which you're right is a small percentage of the population. Endangered species. What was oh. I talking? What was I going with? The endangered- Penn and Teller's bullshit. How if it's not human involvement? Natural selection. I know yes. we're in the right realm. Oh, because of natural selection. And I was behind that theory, you know, like, yeah, we shouldn't be fucking around because it's natural selection. And now because I thought about the human element, but now I'm thinking like I'm behind that. But why are why, why am I not behind that same idea with uh, humans? You know, like we have literally defined uh, defied natural selection by having doctors. Right. Or perhaps that's not natural selection because we have evolved to have people that understand why we it's- are sick. So we we have the capability to understand it, so it's not unnatural. Yeah, you know what? I um I think I'm gonna take back everything I said. We're gonna continue on here, but that was a that was something I've had in my head a lot. Like, oh, we're we are fighting natural selection by having doctors and everything. But wait a minute, that's part of evolution that we've evolved to have people that understand our bodies and they have no ways of fighting, ways of dying and and growing old and everything. So yeah, continue on with what right. we were talking about here because I digress. So- but I digest. Uh, naloxone comes in a nasal spray and an injectable that these that healthcare professionals. This is the use. opioid uh, uh, overdose drug, right? Yes. Now that's the drug. So Evzid, Ev, how do I say it? Evzio is is like the name of the drug that contains naloxone. Is the actual part, the substance that fights opioids. Okay. Overdose. Um, so, so yes, this uproar mirrors that surrounding the huge price increases for the EpiPen, um, and the toxoplasmosis drug Daraprim used by people who have AIDS, cancer, or a weakened immune system. So fucked up. Come on. Which, isn't that the one Scurly had? Isn't that the one he fucked up? Who? Martin Scurly, the guy we were just talking about. Isn't that, the that EpiPen, AIDS, AIDS? I think it's... Not the, the EpiPen, the Daraprim, the, the AIDS drug. Isn't that oh, the you one? know what? I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, he was the one that boosted it up, and that was when he was like... We looked at him, yeah. and he just smiled at you so smug. And then he bought, uh, he bought somebody's album and wouldn't release it, so the public never got to hear it. What? Because I can't remember who it was, but he bought... You'll have to Google that. He bought somebody's Keep album. Talking. He brought all the rights to the album and refused to release it, so nobody could. What's his name? Martin. Martin Skrelly. S K R E L I, I believe. S K R E L I. There might be an H in there somewhere, but that's close enough that Google would find it for sure. 
Uh, people with commercial insurance can get FZO for free, whether or not they have high deductible plans or if FZO isn't covered by their insurance companies, as can patients without insurance who have a household income below $100,000. According to... See, that sounds... Oh, well, that doesn't seem so bad. That seems all right. But that's according to Spencer Williamson, chief executive... Chief, sorry. <laughs> chief executive hmm. of the Richmond, Virginia-based drug maker Kaleo, the fucking company that does this. Okay, uh, let me just interrupt you real quick. I, right. I Googled this. Uh, this uh, Martin Shirelli, uh, is it? S-H-K-E-L-L-I, yeah, Shirelli. Um, looks like he released it though. After. Oh, he did release it. So Martin Shkreli premieres unreleased Wu Tang Clan music. Ah, that's right. It was Wu Tang after Trump's win. So sure. <laughs> that was. Oh, Trump won. I guess I can let this out now. So, but he's had it for years. We're right? just it's gonna been... know him as cocksucker. It's been like so cocksucker who owns the only copy of Once Upon a Time in Shaolin said he'd release it if Trump became president. So that's why he held on to it. Weird, right? Hmm. I wonder how many people voted for Trump just to get that Wu-Tang album. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this company is is privately held, so uh, they have no reason to not hike up drug prices, I guess, other than their own pockets. Uh, public company PDL Biopharma loaned Kaleo $150 million in April of 2014 to support what the company called commercialization of the drug that the FDA approved on April 3rd of 2014. Fucker. All right, so in February 2016, the list price of FZO increased so that we could launch this access program for patients. Because of this patient access program for FZO, more Americans are able to obtain naloxone for $0 out of pocket than any time in history. The company called the prices 690 and 4,500 incorrect. It says Spencer Williamson, who is trying really hard to defend himself and not be on cocksucker level with Raleigh. He's definitely a cocksucker. Uh, we need to make a uh, like he's a f he Martin Skorecki or sh what? We need to know. Shkreli. Shkreli. Gives a scrotum. Whatever Martin the scrotum. Martin scrotum. You're officially on emergency exits. Piece of shit. Motherfucker. Asshole. Cocksucker list. That's right. That that's right. What was that anagram? I forgot. <laughs> uh, so he said that there's... He's trying to say that more people can get this for $0 than ever before. Who? Cocksucker? The, the, no, the the chairman of the pharmaceutical company. Which, chairman. Which... Uh, so he said their figures are false, but the figures that the senators cited when they wrote him this letter can't come from the New England Journal of Medicine. And I feel that's a pretty re reputable source... Course. Reputable source on uh, medicine and, 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 and such. So reputable I would and think reputable. that the New England Journal of Medicine and 31 senators would uh, be more honest than the guy who is the chairman of the company that's making a fuckload of money and trying to save his own ass. So he doesn't get to put on the, what was it, emergency exit motherfucker piece of shit cocksucker list with Martin Let's just Skrotum. call him the cocksucker. Cork suckers. Cock sucker. I'm gonna pull that from I'm gonna pull that clip. I'm gonna get okay. a cock sucker. So there's that. There's that wonderful tidbit of news. All right. That, uh, oh. So yeah, we've we finished that one. That's that ties me into the next. Hold up, let's get into oh. the transition music here. 
you should always try to get in the transition oh. music. Matter of fact, just transition to us. Why don't you give us a transition? Okay, so that story being told leads me to... Number four. That was sweet. Wait for that to die out. Wait for that to die out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wait for that. They tu- They all tuned out when that happened. That's when you're supposed to say something. Uh, well, that's when they're like... Uh, my ear ringing? I don't understand. <laughs> I have tinnitus. Number four, what do you got? Number four. So the opioid overdro- overdose drug being skyrocketed uh, led me to a story of a brain tweak that lets mice abstain from cocaine. Whoa, wait a minute. So go ahead. Just continue on. Wait a minute. They said, okay, just go ahead. I'm, my <laughs> mind just got blown for a second. Say it again. <laughs> a brain tweak. A brain tweak lets mice abstain from cocaine. Makes them not want to have cocaine? Yes. Okay, read the article. Reacher, re, <laughs> Reacher. I'm blo- my mind is blown right Researchers now. have created mice that appear impervious to the lure of cocaine. Impervious to the lure? Impervious to the lure of cocaine. Wait a minute. Cocaine. Wait a minute, because that shit is... <laughs> okay, uh, I don't like to buy, buy it, but when that shit's around... There's nothing more that I want to do than fucking put that shit you got in a sweet, my body. You got a bit of the sweet nostril <laughs> <laughs> for that candy? That's right. Uh, no one in the Alps. Uh, even after the genetically engineered animals were given the drug repeatedly, seems like a study. When they move this up to human studies, you need to get up on this. This drug that they developed that makes No, 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 no. No, this isn't a drug. This is a brain tweak. So they were given the drug as in cocaine. They Which were given the dr- okay. These mice were given cocaine. Wait, this how did they wh- give them a brain tweak though? I, oh, you can get to it. Okay, God. sorry. Go ahead. So, um, I'm just saying, when they move this to human testing, you need to be a part of this because you get give, you are given the drug repeatedly. I hate it. I hate allegedly. Cocaine. No, I really do hate it. They did not appear to crave it the way that typical mice do. Where they like reward this, them and they like are always well, looking for that they reward. Well, give it because you know they've been doing um, addiction studies, so they'll give mice stuff and then they'll try to figure out ways to cure it with medicine or whatever, or just see how they react. They did it with tobacco. Um, they do it a lot because apparently we act a lot like mice, and studying mice in these situations helps them understand humans a lot. We act a lot like mice. I guess I, it seems to always be mice in these addiction studies. They should just so. You know what? Have you ever watched this show? It was called Testies. You ever heard that show? It was on FX. It was made by one of my favorite oh, people in the world, by Kenny Hotz. I am aware of it. I, I saw, like, I didn't saw it as and watched it, but I saw it. Like, you, I, you know what I'm I talking know, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just tell the audience. It's, it, it's a show. I think you can get it on Hulu still, but it's about two gentlemen that are actually test guinea pigs uh, for a company called Test Testico or something like that, and they take these certain drugs. And the episodes are they took a pregnancy drug and they get they both get pregnant or something, and it, they deal with that situation <laughs> of them getting pregnant. But it's very much in the uh, in the realm of they're they're doing the lab doing guinea pigs studies. and they're they're, Got they're, it. they're part of the studies. And I'm sure it's a comedy, so it's like over the top. Well, yeah. Have you ever watched uh, Kenny versus Spenny? Great show. It's about two roommates that battle and do something like first to touch the ground loses or the, the first to speak loses, and then the, whoever loses gets a humiliation. That's, that's what happens. Oh. Something we should do one of these days. It'll right. be fun. Continue okay. on, my uh, friend. So anyway, the genetically engineered animals, so it's genetic engineering, not a drug. 
were given cocaine, and they did not appear to crave it the way typical mice do. This was reported this in Nature Neuroscience. Right yes. This is great big news. Uh, they didn't keep going into the room where they received the cocaine, and they seemed to be just as happy exploring all around the cage, says, and I wanted to include the name. How fucking awesome is this name? Shirnaz Bamji. Bamji. Shirnaz Bamji. Yes. I, want it, I want it to be either Bambi or Benji, both Disney <laughs> but animals. It's Bam but it's Bamji. Like if Bamji went to Jumanji. Right. Shirnaz Bamji. Shirnaz Bamji. Yeah. Great Amazing name. name. Profes Great name. Professor of the Department of Cellular and Physiological Sciences at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. What a fucking title. Chillute. Chill out over you there, Nick. Go get it, Shirnaz. <laughs> Addiction is a form of learning, Bamji says, and somehow these mice never learn to associate the pleasurable feelings produced by cocaine with the place where they receive the drug. Could you imagine this for humans? Right. Like uh, uh, us drinking or us, like me smoking. You don't smoke, but. I do not. But these things wouldn't even be a part of our world. No. It would. We would well, save hundreds it, it of money. It would be more like, oh, okay, sure, why not? It wouldn't be like, man, I really want to drink, or I really need a smoke, or it would. You know, we wouldn't have that. The craving. It would be purely uh, social or whatever. Like, eh, why not? Okay, but, if it's there. But what if we replace that with something even worse than what we've been doing with it? You I, can only imagine what. We're humans. Like, we're going to do what we've done anyways, you know, and it's everything and right. anything <laughs> so, and everything ever possible. If it's about drugs, possible. we're going to find something else. You know, they're, it, it's crazy that they're like, we can stop you from, we will eventually stop you from wanting to do cocaine, which will help a lot of people like that. It will. Crack addicts, you know. It absolutely will help a lot of people. But you know what? That cocksucker, Martin Cocksucker. He's going to own he's that He's going to fuck it up. And he's going to charge I don't you know, a man. billion I think dollars for it. I think he's learned his lesson. Like, nobody wants poop thrown into their face. Yeah, so he, he learned might. the hard way that you don't fuck with the public. He learned, he learned you know the what? mushy, gonna, stinky way that you are going to make a <laughs> lot of money already. Why are you being such a fucking dick? Right. You know? You have the cancer drug, and you're yeah. like, you know what? I've got this. This is all for me. You know, I've got the AIDS drug that'll cure it. Right. And you know, because you're a cocksucker, that these people are going to pay it because they have no fucking choice other than dying. Any last words for Martin before we get in the new, uh, in the next? Oh, well, no, there's more to this one. We haven't oh, even got more. to what the brain tweak is yet. Yeah. You know what? Give me. Give me <laughs> God damn it. We're fucking, right. we're rambling on. I give know. Me that, I give know. me that brain so, tweak, brother. The, re the result was startling because the scientists thought these mice would be especially susceptible to addiction. Uh, Bamji says, we repeated the experiment several times to see if we made a mistake. So they've done this repeatedly just to make sure. The reason for the team's surprise had to do with proteins that affect learning. Now, the animals have been genetically engineered to produce high levels of proteins called cadherins. C-A-D-H-E-R-I-N-S. C-A-D-H-E-R-I-N-S. Say the word. Cadherins. 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 Uh, in the Cadherans. brain. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Someone's going to be listening to this and be like, oh, you fucking Cur You know you what? Fucking Email us. Give us. Get, correct C -A -D -H -E -R -I -N -S. us. C-A-D-H-E-R-I-N-S. Cadherins is how I'd say it. Uh, anyway, cadherins in the brain's reward circuit, which plays an important role in addiction. Genet wait, wait, wait. So that cadherin is part of our reward it's a protein, system? It's a protein in the brain. That yeah. rewards our reward pa system and gives us pleasure It plays a somehow. role in addiction, yes. Okay. Uh, genetic studies have suggested that people with high levels of cadherins are more susceptible 
to drug addiction. More of this protein means more pleasure, totally, more reward, totally, right? Totally, totally, totally. Okay, so cadherins act like glue, binding cells together. Right. Usually this glue enhances learning by strengthening the connections or synapses between brain cells. But they don't have that with, with these people, with these rats. It doesn't, okay. it, it doesn't connect them. Here, hang on. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I know, you are, I'm you're like, so excited about this. I'm like, this. woo, fuck, I want this. The reward of. circuit is involved in both the sensation of pleasure triggered by drugs and the craving that propels addicts to seek out drugs. Okay. Okay, so it's like, oh, there it is. I fucking love it. Yeah. And then it's also, ah. it's also the thing saying, dude, go fucking get it. Go find it. We know where we can get it. Right? Yeah, find it, motherfucker. You cut some money. So there you, you know where to get it. Call your homeboy. So the researchers expected mice with extra coherence in the reward circuit to become instant addicts, right? Like we said, more glue and proteins holding these cells together for more synapses means more so- reward, more addiction. Oh, right. We thought, hey, more glue, stronger synapses, more learning, more addiction. What we actually saw was the opposite. This is from... Bambi, Benji, Bambi, Bambi. With these GMO mice and shit? They, they saw the opposite. With these engineered mice. A close look at the brains of the mice showed why. It turned out that too much glue, too much coherence, too much glue, was actually gumming up the synapses in the reward circuit so they couldn't get stronger. Wow. As a result, the mice never learned to crave cocaine, even though it made them feel good. So they still got to they enjoy knew it. That, they knew that it felt great. But they never learned that that was it so the reward center never latched onto it and then do you know what they did they brought them into the fourth density now wh- uh, okay I, I i don't know the fourth density this is something we need to all learn about we'll get into it maybe i think it's uh i think we're stuck right now we're in the third density you and me and it's human ego okay these cats or these these rats in this instance, <laughs> they they've we've made them so that they've yes, evolved. Yes, they've been engineered. They've been engineered to go into the fourth density, where it's like we know where to get it, but we don't. We know it doesn't. It won't control us. It's a different. They, yeah, they just, it's a different mindset. They don't. Uh, well, no. Well, I guess the mice can't talk to us and tell us specifically. But what they're saying is they just never even associate it. So it's not like, yay, this is awesome, and I don't care. Like, yeah, that was fun, but I'm not, like, crazy about getting it again. It's not about that. It's that they don't even make that association. It'd be like if we're sitting around drinking, and you're just like, man, I feel fucking awesome all of a sudden. You don't associate it with what you've been drinking. Yeah, you were saying earlier that they they weren't going into Into the the room, room. but they were happy wandering around their environment. Yeah. And it's... if they, like, if you give it to them, they do it, and like, woo! And they party it out totally. still, but like, it's they still like, the effects, but they don't ever like they don't go think, seeking it out. Yeah, that's that's so. But you know what? I think I'm at that density right now because I, I don't seek it out. But if it's around and you said the same thing, you're like, well, if it's around, well, how can we say I have, no? I've 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 never skied. Oh, you've never uh, done that. As, as Maybe I was talking to somebody say. else because I was talking to somebody about cocaine earlier today. Oh, okay. I, I, I said that, but in in the terms of, of things, not not me personally. Oh, okay, sure. So I've never I've never skied. You've never yakked. Never. You never yakety yak. I, I never Don't talk back. No. Never. I'll All tell right. you one thing, and everybody here should be uh, paying attention. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Don't listen, Laura. Yeah. Well, do it. <laughs> do it. I know. It, be strong. Be above it. Because we've just talked about how 
there are mice that don't associate right, this because their brain has been genetically altered at this point in everybody's life <laughs> like, there have been some gmos happening we've okay, all genetically we modified the food but you're right it's the food but i'm not talking about the food at this point i'm talking about us in life like maybe in eventually general, they'll get to change our point, brains dude, i do i've done allegedly i've done some, <laughs> oh fuck it fuck it not allegedly i've done coke all right i've done plenty of it i would never buy that bullshit because lately, okay, but I've if been, it was cheap and readily available, would you? Okay, you like got it, you got a damn point. All right, because I do buy uh, marijuana, you know, and that's but it's not like I buy a lot. I do buy a lot of it, but I don't. <laughs> but I, but it's not that I use it to escape from no, reality. Uh, yeah, I go it, home and I like some people go home and they drink a beer and smack their wives. I go home and I smoke a bowl and I watch X Files. Well, you know, to each their own. <laughs> Let's go to the next subject. Uh, wait, here. I, just just to wrap this up. Let me close Wrapping this up. Wrapping it close, up, just like the Fabulous Thunderbirds. Wrap oh, it up. Wrap I'll it up. It. Tough uh, enough. Uh, <laughs> so they're saying, Mister Benji Bambi Bamji. Mister Bamji, that's right. The finding may help explain why certain people are susceptible to addiction. Addiction is not just bad judgment, but really is more to do with our biology and our biochemistry. Absolutely. The results also suggest that it may be possible someday to treat addiction by changing the way learning occurs in areas of the brain. So instead of going to a center or going through a 12-step program or taking this fucking $4,500 goddamn pill, (laughs) uh, they may be able to find a way to change the learning center of the brain, the reward center, and curb addiction by brain synapses. But a lot of that is genetic. Which I'm sure will be a lot. Yes. But if we can find a way to genetically engineer, then it wouldn't matter if you're genetic. But then your kids Uh, would be genetic. Dude, I've been... Okay, let me me pause you right now. Before we get into the next subject. Is there anything else you have on this subject? No, that's all on this. That's all from Okay, so lately lately I've been doing this thing. I have this app on my phone. I recommend everybody to do the same. And it's called Bycot. B-U-Y-Cot. Right. And you can scan label, uh, scan UPCs, and it'll tell you if this company is involved in any GMO processing or uh, they're affiliated with Monsanto in any way. Monsanto is our enemy. We will have an episode on Monsanto, uh, Monsanto very soon. Just keep tuned. But we are we're we're pulling evidence. We're pulling this and that. Now we're trying to get an interview. That's why it's holding us back. But. We do not want any GMOs. First of all, we're not the guinea pigs here. We do not want to be the guinea pigs. That's why we don't want GMOs. Right now, they're great. They're amazing. Trust me, I want everybody in the world to be fed. I want GMO wheat. I want GMO, uh, GMO soy. But you know what? I don't want to be the ones that's being tested on. And that's the problem we have right now. We have They're letting it out, and they are also lobbying against it to... Uh, uh, against the labeling of GMOs. They don't want you to know if something is genetically modified organisms or not. They don't want you to know that right now. They are spending millions, hundreds of millions, possibly billions of dollars to keep you from knowing if you're, if they're, if you, Nick Ryder, the passion is Ugh, using... Not the their, passion. The passion is using their products. You could have something that has corn, like a tortilla or something, something great, but they won't tell you if it's got... Monsanto corn, which is ready to be it, it's suicidal. 
Do you know anything about? Him? We'll we'll get more into Monsanto. Yeah, we were ta- we're talking about doing an episode on that. We for a will while do now. that very soon. I'm gonna give you a little taste of it. But Monsanto, they have a patent on a seed of corn that will pr- produce, and it will also kill itself. It will also, it's only ready to pr- uh, to take one chemical, which is Roundup. And that Roundup is made by Monsanto as well. And using that is the only uh, only pesticide you should use with this. But because of that, we're finding superbugs, bugs that are getting immune to these Roundup. That'll happen over time with it, anything. You know what? Because we have something called evolution, which is right. something that's creationism, and which we will cover creationism one of these days. We will talk about Dr. Oh, can Ham. we get that fucking creationist museum guy on here? I'm talking about, you're talking about uh, Dr. Ken Ham. Yeah. He opened up in Kentucky. That a, fucking guy. He opened up a an ark that's like yeah, to the same specs of Noah's ark, <laughs> and it's got everything in there about, Ooh. it's crazy. Bill Nye visited when it uh, ground open. Bill Nye's got a... This is going to did go- a great debate together, those two. It was a great debate. Well, I mean, I sort of. It was kind of one-sided because Ken Ham can't really debate. But No, here's the thing. Ken Ham, I, I don't have anything good to say about him. So I'm not going to say anything very much. But I think he, it, it all stops when he says he gone, he's gone to college. Because Bill Nye, I, I watched the introduction to the arc. Uh, Bill Nye walked through the arc with Ken Ham before the, the debate. And a little girl comes up to him, to both of them, pulls on his pant leg and says, like, to Bill Nye and says, why, or no, to Ken Ham, says, well, why is God, uh, does God exist or something? Some bullshit. And Ken Ham was like, blah, 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 uh, Jesus this and God that, and it's Bible stuff. And then Bill Nye was like, let me tell you a little bit, kneeled down and said, you know, we went to college and we learned that, you know, there's... Things happen for a reason, and we don't rely on Jesus because there's nothing we've never, we, or God, there's no proof. He said there's no proof. That's his only reason. There's no proof of God or Jesus, mm-hmm. or I mean, there might be proof of Jesus, but there's no proof of God. And you got to go to college and everything. Ken Han was like, you know, I went to college too, <laughs> and, and said that to his face, and that debate that they had was outstanding. Uh, yeah, it was good times. Creationism. I'm sorry I rambled off. I'm probably going to cut that off because it didn't sound good. Yeah, but um, a, It is what it is, Mike. But Ken, Ken Ham, Dr. Ham, I don't know if it's Ken, but Dr. Yeah, Ham, he's a doctor. a doctor, I think. He Doctor in, he got his doctorate from fucking Creation th- University. Like, hey, you're not a real We're not going to get doctor. into the Bible right now, but... Check us out uh, the beginning of March. I mean, we're going to we have Dr. Richard Carrier coming into uh, the studio. Actually, he's, That's gonna, right. he's Skyping in and we're going to talk to him about his book, The Historicity of Jesus Christ. I think it's just Jesus, but I think it's something you all should listen to. Um, he's been his, his research has been funded by the Atheist Society, perhaps I think it's called. And it's something very interesting and we are all about that. Where are we at on this? Are we done talking yeah, about no, this? Yeah, we're for, getting for, ready to move on to the next. Let's sir. go ahead and uh, get to the next topic. All right. Next on news. And uh, you and I talked a bit today about uh, being very careful of how we brought up Trump news stories and not wanting to be too 
I just don't too want one-sided political. Too. I don't. Uh, you know. Purely what? skewering. You're right. I just don't want. I don't care too much about trying to portray the politics in our world right now. Right. I don't care right now. But there's no way we can do a show that covers any sort of political or conspiracy or whatever. Like, there's no way to not bring up the current president, yeah, I mean, especially when he's causing this much shit every day. Before Andy got abducted by aliens, like we, we <laughs> there was a side to this. Now I just don't really care at the moment. I just right, don't. And I don't feel we bring him up too often. We don't. So go but, ahead. But I found this story. Because it's a news episode, go ahead. And yes, so this is this is a news story, and this did happen. Now, I have found articles that definitely put their own slant and opinion on it, which I'm going to try very hard not to do. What, they're fake news? <laughs> right. Um, but I saw this. Actually, no, I'm not going to try hard not to put my opinion on it, because when I saw it, I thought, this might be the first article possible where I might dare say, way to go, Trump. Which is a big fucking deal for me because I don't like this guy. And uh, so this was something I wanted to bring up and talk about. Um, Boot, bro. So Saturday night in Palm Beach, Trump's there with the uh, Mar-a-Lago. I assume that's how you pronounce it. Is it, is it Mar-a-Lago? Mar-a-Lago. I, don't I know think it's pronounced Mar-a-Lago. I don't know. Mar-a-Lago. His, his little club he, he has down there that he keeps going to. He's gone to a few times since he's been president. Uh, he went there with the Japanese prime minister. And while they're hanging out in the ballroom, there was a wedding reception going on. Um, so uh, there's a table on the terrace where the writing reception was going on, there was a president and the Japanese prime minister hanging out in the open air, like an outdoor terrace. And uh, someone opened up a laptop at the table and a group of Japanese people stood around the prime minister and Mr. Trump as they were all looking at the laptop. Um, the, the guy saying this was sitting three tables away from the prime minister and from Trump. They're like, oh, what was going on? And uh, it was when they saw that North Korea was launching missiles. Now, they were test missiles, but they were missiles capable of carrying nuclear warheads, and they were launching them at Japan. So, in this moment, and there are pictures here, which I don't know if we want to put these on our Instagram or something, but like... What are these pictures I'm These are at? pictures that casual people, since they were at a wedding reception, were just taking pictures, putting them up on their Facebook, on their Twitter. Oh, I see. He's look there, there's so, a group of... Group, group of, of gentlemen looking at uh, surrounding one, uh, his cell phone that he's got. Well, they up. were yeah, they were using cell phones to like as flashlights and everything. Uh, so Trump and the prime minister from Japan were like impromptu situation room on this outdoor terrace at somebody else's wedding reception to talk about this missile fucking thing going on in North Korea. Uh, and so, you know the. The prime minister's people surrounded him because obviously this was not not a real attack, but a testing for an attack on them. And Trump got on the phone and was talking to people and his advisors and fucking Satan himself, Steve Bannon, surrounded him. And they ha, all were done. Ha, ha. And uh, so then they did that for a bit. And then they got up and went to a separate room. And then they gave like a really quick press conference. And so like they've gotten under a lot of fire for this because they're out in the open and they're around people uh so that's like you're worried about private email servers but here you are doing this shit like out in the open like there are people everywhere they're gonna overhear you they're gonna be able to see this shit like people are everywhere 
Well, you're yeah, you're on a on a terrace surrounded by people at a wedding reception, you know. Um, but but what I gotta say, like, what did we say when when Bush found out about nine eleven? We all gave him shit because he heard the news and sat there for a bit and then continued reading to kids. Yeah, that's right. You know, like the deed is done, sir. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Remy. Hey, hey, hey. So Clifford, the big red dog. Ain't he? <laughs> um. You know, so like everybody gave him shit for not reacting the right way. Like, how do you how do you expect these people to react when they get this news? You know, like I I feel that we have no way of knowing because the the few people that have shared pictures have said now. I mean, it was loud. You couldn't even hear people at your own table. Really, there's no way of hearing what they were saying. Um, but I feel that they were sitting there looking into it to go, oh fuck, this did happen. Like this isn't just something we caught wind of. And that's when they left to go into a separate room to deal with it and then gave a press conference. But I was like, they heard something this crazy and fucking reacted and started dealing with it fucking immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is in public the best spot? No. No, absolutely not. But uh, that's where they happened to be when they heard it. And, like, their people got right around him. It wasn't like... I mean, then maybe the people could have shuffled him away, right? Like, I see, I, I get it, I get it, but uh, I was almost going to be like, all right, Trump, like, something happens, and you, like, I'm on the fucking phone with people, we got, we got we're looking this up, like, we're looking into this. Hey, this ain't so we bad. We are on ball of, right. So, I thought, okay, granted, that's not the best spot to do it, but that's where you were when it happened, and you had to fucking deal with it, and then once you fucking caught the weight of it, you got your ass to a separate room, and whatever I don't know what happened from there, and I have not seen the press conference because, again, I was skimming for multiple stories instead of digging deep into them, and sure, I figured that absolutely. there's going to be more about this coming out anyway, so Totes. wait till the whole story comes out. So I was really ready to finally give Trump props, but then story number six happened. Okay, so here I was about ready to go. Add a boy, Trump. Fucking jump on the ball with this shit. Add a boy. On the ball, idiom. Um, huge. So, huge. what did he do yeah, after did he do? after this? Did he bunker down with his National Security Council? Did he spend the evening on the phone with the Defense Secretary? No. He went back to the fucking wedding reception that was taking place there, took the mic, and spoke to the guests. Yo, I just gotta went- say one thing real quick. Yo, yo, Taylor Swift, well, you, you had a like great Rocky album right this now. year. <laughs> you no, sound like fucking Rocky. Yo, I'm, I just want to say one thing. I'm Kanye, bro. When he oh. interrupted uh, Taylor Swift, go ahead. Thanks okay, for ruining so, my joke. I, well, <laughs> go ahead. That guy found it funny. Uh, so there's a video, since obviously there are people everywhere, and this is the fucking president. Everybody's probably got their cell phones out, right? Nobody does, doesn't have a cell phone. Uh, so he went back and just like straight up fucking game show announcer. Like, I don't know if he's going back to his days as the fucking uh, apprentice guy or what he was doing. You're fired. But like went off, did a quick uh, press thing with about this missile and then came out and gave this speech to the newlywed couple, which is. Carl Henry Lindler the fourth, the fourth, the fourth, and Vanessa Jane Falk. All right, listen closely, y'all. Yeah, we do. Okay, okay. 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 Okay.
That's right, they said that. And he kisses the bride awkwardly and does his patented handshake with the groom. Wait, wait, so what does he do again? He, he's ki- he kissed the bride awkwardly and then does that really fucking weird handshake. That Where he, he pulls them he in. He pumps and pulls in and pumps and pulls and like... That, that is one hilarious uh, handshake, so, by the way. Are we done with the clips there? Yeah, yeah, we're done with All the right, clip. Good. Cool. All right, so Lindler, the fourth... The fourth. ...is... He's an Ohio native, and he's the scion of a powerful Ohio family. And I actually had to look that word up because I knew it as a car brand. Well, yeah, what is scion? Scion is someone born into wealth and power. Fucking scion. Which Donald Trump himself is. He's third generation rich real estate New yeah, York Yeah, you guy. know, a lot of people would, a lot of people would so say that he came from, like, nothing. But you know what? I think no, I was, can grow a brand. If you gave me a million dollars to grow a brand, I guarantee right, you I would so, grow that. The Lindler uh, Ohio family owned Chiquita Banana brand. Oh, Chiquita! So then eventually they moved into financial service business. Lindler's father, Carl III, is the co-CEO of American Financial Group, which had tens of billions of dollars. Uh, tens so of billion. In the video, Trump can be heard wishing the couple well, saying, I saw them out on the lawn today, and I said to the Prime Minister of Japan, I said, come on, Shinzo, let's go over and say hello. And then what... Uh, he was reported as saying when they were out on the golf course and he said that, yes. He also said, they've been members of this club for a long time. They've paid me a fortune. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, if, right. you give, so, if you give Trump any money, he's, he's, on, he's on your side. Right. So he saw them on the, on the golf course earlier and talked to them, which is why they were seated up at that wedding reception on the terrace. God damn it. God damn it. Uh, the Federal Election Commission records reveal that Lindler's father contributed $100,000 to two Trump super PACs. Son of a bitch. In early 2016, or early October, sorry, early October 2016, he contributed $50,000 to the Future 45 pack. In late October, he contributed another $50,000 to the Make America Number 1 pack, which was founded and controlled by the reclusive mega donors Rebecca Mercer and her father Robert. Of course, of course. So, it still all came back to shit. Fucking shit. He cut out this fucking international crisis... To go give a speech at this wedding for these people that are giving him money. Yeah. And then I was like, God damn it. He I was fucking, that close. I was that close to actually saying, way to go, Trump. He was so close. It was like the TPP thing. You're like, all right, I, th- I, I can see how that's awesome. And then he goes into the Dakota Pipelines. You're like, you motherfucker. God damn it. However, you know, the pipelines, I got to say something about the pipelines just for a moment. We need to take a step forward towards alternative energy you know we don't need more oil although we it's do co- not we we can it'll definitely give us better gas prices it's going to do so good but we're taking we need to take a step forward to alternative we need to do more solar we need to do more wind harness the natural things that happen in this world absolutely the I renewable mean, however you can argue that oil is something natural, but we're sucking it no, up out of the ground. It's, it's not. Like, yes, it is made, but it 
It's not renewable. It doesn't replenish as fast as we well, use it. Well, you know it. what? You're wrong about that because it does renew. Not as fast as we use it. Is not as... Okay, well, then you are absolutely right. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it does not... It's not like wind. No. You know? And it's not like... Uh, a, a wind turbine solar. is not running us out of wind. It is simply harnessing it. Correct. It's not running us out of it. Solar panels are not running us out of sun. Solar, the thing about solar, which I love solar, the thing is the process of making a solar panel is like... They can be pricey. I understand. Not the price, but I mean the process. Okay. You know, it, is, um, it, 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 com- it causes a lot of emissions to make those, those products. Well, if we didn't have all of the coal and oil emissions on top of them, then it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, you're absolutely right. If we just made those... Instead... And- yeah, it's like a one-time thing and not something that's going to keep reoccurring right. and everything. And then all of the vehicles and homes running off of solar power wouldn't be emitting as well. You're absolutely right. Uh, I just like I hear a lot of people like, well, you know how expensive it would be to do that? You know how expensive? It wouldn't be if we had been doing it since we discovered it, first off. Secondly, if we pay a lot now, then it pays for itself right? over time. In 10 years, 20 years, uh, on and on, Our, thousands of years when we're still just getting wind and sun, it's overly paid for itself because we don't have to constantly find it and buy it and, harn- and like refine it and do all this shit. Like, it, okay, it just happened. Guess what? That wind turbine's paying for it. It's going to keep working for hundreds of years, and then it's just fucking free energy. Our, our grandchildren are going to benefit from the moves Absolutely. that we do now. It skips a generation. Well, just like everything, everything else Everything and does. everybody would. And it, it, well, let's think of it this way. It's like the things that you do now might not benefit, it, it could benefit your children, but your children's children, that's where it's going to benefit the most. Don't you want them to live in a better world than you grew up in? Right. Absolutely. Fucking A, right. And we know that uh, oil lines burst, pipelines burst. Yeah. You know? I'll- Laura and I just watched Deepwater Horizon recently about that big BP oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico a little while the back. Exxon Valdon, Valdez or whatever? Uh, no, that was B. We're talking about no, the BP this spill. This is BP. Okay, and, right. Oh, God. That could be an episode on its own. Like, I mean, it was, it was pure fuck up what happened. Um, they, like, opted to not do a test that they should have done, and it fucked up. Fucked up. Of course. Uh, but... What really sucks is the aftermath. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll pay all this money out. Bob. We, we need to make sorry. all these settlements. And then they didn't do it. They never did it. Yeah, they're fucked. Anyway, like, that went on, it went on for, like, eight days just spewing oil out into the ocean. Or maybe longer than that. Uh, maybe it was eight days. I think the thing was on fire for eight days, and then it was, like, months or something before oh they could cap God. it off. Like, it was... An obscene amount of, of oil just spewed out into the water. And that's the shit that happens. Good thing you know? we have companies like Don. Don <laughs> Brawny. Will... Just get a bunch of brawny out there. We soak will... that shit up. Those motherfuckers will wash your ducklings to the yeah. to perfection. Yeah, Don actually was as a company. They had I people know, out there doing stuff, didn't they? That's I right. was really impressed. I was like, Don, god damn it. Awesome. They are very con- You put a tiny little dot of Don on your palm and you try to wash it off. It's like you put like a whole. Let's go in your kitchen. Do that right now. Does it smell like something? Can I get you to smell <laughs> I'm it? Smack you in your face. <laughs> awesome. Do we have any more uh, uh, topics? No, not really. I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I don't know how many people have heard. Um, well, I was wanting to talk about Eminem's a robot. 
we got to get into that and some other stuff. Because I was telling you, I like this Eminem is a robot conspiracy. He's totally a robot. But you were, I was trying to pitch to you Paul's dead for a long time. And you were right. like, no, 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 this is. But that's done. That's been done. Like, no, that's this fucking is fucking. I'm trying to tell you, now. bro, that this, the this whole fucking Eminem is a robot or whatever. This is Paul is dead. But this is this has been right. ni- This is the 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 Eminem version. Well, okay, but you want to like, come up the, with a good one? We talk you, about. Did you see the the Super Bowl interview where he's like standing there malfunctioning? Yeah, I saw. I you know, see like Hillary's that. malfunction. Like, I think this thing. Like, you know, we hear about reptiles and we hear about clones and all this. Like, the jury. Know, the, you also, know what? The jury is out about the Eminem thing. I welcome you to bring any evidence you have. I'm not going to scrutinize it again, as bad well, as I am right now. A lot like the Paul is dead thing. There, it's a lot about the lyrics written that. that I uh, do. You know, I read this. You know what? The matter of fact, the Chive.com put this out as one of, out. as one of their topics, and I. I I think they're a very credible, credible source. You're right, for totally. Yeah, <laughs> but they do their research. As I, you know, what as I was listening to this, I was like, they're doing. If you examine the Eminem is a robot conspiracy to Paul is dead conspiracy, you will find the same arguments that Paul's ears aren't the right. same. Eminem's ears aren't the same. The, the cheekbones. You're absolutely right, and that's why I go. Why not? Do the same thing with the Paul's dead. Why not just report on Paul's dead? Because bottom line, or it's all, there's no way we're gonna find anything that hasn't been done. Well, yet. didn't I? Didn't I give you a different one like John Travolta? Why don't we go into right. somebody See, that I didn't actually hear that one. is? Is that a thing? No, I just made it up because. Oh. <laughs> but that's what we should be doing. It's not that I made it up. I was just watching yeah, OJ. Uh, have you do? Have you watched the OJ? I don't want to necessarily uh, make something up. I just want to be like, it's holy not shit! I, it's not that I'm making. Like, it I want to run with something and go crazy with it and pretend run, it's real. Run, uh, run with me for a second. I was watching right. OJ versus the people. Oh, the people versus OJ. The FX, yeah, yeah, the, the, the FX show. ten episode series, and. It was. Uh, I'm sorry. I lost train of thought. Where were we going at here? What were we saying? Conspiracy series you want to do? John Travolta's. John Travolta. He's in this. He's a producer right. for this, and he's also. And he's uh, also in it. He's also Bob Shapiro, one of the main uh, attorneys to OJ, and just looking at him, dude. I know old people. They get kind of. Uh, uh, they get hey, okay. I've seen he, but he's also been in other stuff recently, and doesn't look like like there, there's makeup involved. Listen in his here, dude. He is a Scientologist. And Which is about as fuckered as you can get. It is. We listen. Listen to when. Uh, I hope you come back, Andy, dude. I I really regret that you were abducted by aliens, but you and me did a really good episode on Scientology, which is something we will uh, we will. Do again. We'll revisit because we'll revisit I've been finding new conspiracy theories about Scientology that should we're, be talked yeah, we're, about. We need to look into Miss uh, Miss Gavage. She's missing, and we don't know where she's at right now. But I digress. John Travolta, look at that motherfucker. He went on a retreat in a Scientology retreat where he was with probably Miss Gavage and Mr. Cruz, probably Jack Black, and Will Smith, and Will Smith and his wife, and they switched him out for a fucking robot. Because look at him. Look at him now. He's he's like more chiseled in the chin. He's much more bigger in the face. These are all proofs that he is actually a robot. Just like what we're talking about Eminem being a robot. With Paul and Eminem, right. But except, you know, it's something we should look into. Eminem, uh, Marshall Mathers, a probably a fucking uh, Scientologist. Also, while, while looking up general conspiracy stuff, because I thought we should have something fun today. 
there is a video that supposedly shows Miley Cyrus's eyes blinking sideways, <gasps> reptilian-like. Dude, did you see the one with Justin Beamer doing that? Beamer? Beam? Oh uh, yeah. Well, Be- the Beebs? The Beebs? You mean the Beebs? No, the I haven't Beebs. seen that. I just saw. And they like they played it, and then they kept like very gradually slowing it down. Did you? But, yeah, okay. Did bam, you see? Blinking, did you see her blink blinking. sideways? Yeah, because like she's <gasps> sitting there blinking. Wait, you you saw it? I sideways. saw it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's sitting there like blinking a whole lot during this interview, which people blink. People fucking blink. People That's blink. No problem. Especially if you're sitting in a room, there's all these lights on you. It's hot, it's sweaty, whatever you blink. Or her eyes are dry because she smoked a lot of weed. Or, yeah, or God knows what else. <laughs> uh, but Anyways. she's sitting there and she's blinking and blinking like a whole lot, blinking, blinking. And at one point, like she like gives a, a look. And as her eyes are open for a second, between all these blinks, like you see this thing in her eye. And so they zoom in, like they replay it and zoom in. And again... I can't definitively say that once they, they zoomed in and gave the close-up of her eye that it wasn't complete Photoshop, but in the actual video, you can definitely... Something, something fucking happens. <laughs> There's some blurry shit going on in her you pupil. You see that it, it closes There's differently. It, it's not up and down. It's, it's definitely not it was up fucking and down. sideways, and they kept zooming in because <laughs> she blinked a bunch and then stopped, and then that happened, and then she blinked a bunch after it, like... Like, she's a reptile, bro. She knew it was going to happen. Like her natural reptile blinking was about to happen. So she was trying to do a bunch of human blinking to cover she it up. She is absolutely and hope reptile. that it happened while her eyes were closed. Ah! You know? And fucking sideways blink, man. Dude, I know it. Fucking, Dude. Fucking sideways blinking. And I think that has to do something with the MK Ultra that they were subjected to, man. They were done with the... Uh, the pro- There's more on that later. But yeah, we there, need to talk about this MK Ultra thing a lot more. We will talk about Jon Snow. We'll talk about all this other stuff. Do we have anything else, brother, for today? Wait, Jon Snow. I have a friend in, in San Fran. Wait. Jon Snow was some... Maybe he's back in Men, or, uh, Mendocino. I don't remember where he is If now, you want to learn about Jon Snow, I recommend you listen to the Unbelievable Podcast. Probably not my friend I worked at Boston Market with. Uh, Unbelievable Podcast. <laughs> they do an episode on MK Ultra and Jon Snow, a, an actual person. Who was subjected this to MK Ultra? Now, Brian French, I know you're not listening right now, but I know you listened to one of our episodes. I would love for you to listen to one of our newer episodes. We sucked back in the day, but we are getting better. Thank you for listening. I just wanted to bring that up. I'm sorry. Well, are we out of uh, subjects here? Uh, Is that yeah, it? I'm. I'm good on subjects. Thank you guys for listening. That's it. We're done today. We got Just together. Done. This is Monday night. It's coming out. We're gonna. You're gonna a have a fresh episode on a Tuesday morning. Completely off the wall, out of the norm episode in every way. San Francisco, you guys are listening a lot. San Diego, San Francisco, San Diego. It's a whale's vagina. Y'all are listening vagina. a lot too. Keep listening. Fuck you, Thank San you Diego. guys. And anybody, if you're listening, why not give us a little text? I bet San Diego's coach. Just give her another shout out. Uh, what's that? My coach, Elise, the the, oh, su- right. the super fan of she loves idiot or idiom. She loves idiot or idiom. She lives in San Diego. Her and her hubby. So Elise, thank you. She uh, might be the one driving our San Diego numbers up. Do you know what? Thank you very much. And um, we are doing, but well, she she'll text me or something and let me know. Like she was upset last week that there was no episode. So Elise, also Gabe in Manhattan. And hash brown and wherever the bus hash happens brown. to be. Uh, don't just text me. I mean, you're always welcome to text me because you all have my number and shit. But fucking comment on the Facebook page. Email the emergency exit podcast at Gmail. Uh, Instagram. Fucking Twitter. Like, uh, start being more interactive with with the show on its on its social media so that it looks like people listen. 
instead of just texting me personally. Because uh, as we tell people to check the shit out, it would be nice if it looked like anybody else in the world is actually fucking heard of it. Yeah, it doesn't have to look like that either. It's just that you tell your friends, they start listening, and if we had anything good to say, I'm going to start archiving our older episodes, you guys. I think from uh, uh, episode 10 on, I'm going to archive and take them down. Um, they are the episodes with uh, the abducted Andy. Andy, he got abducted. I don't know what happened to him, but he's gone. And we're hoping he comes back. He's Scully, and I'm Mulder, and he got abducted after first season. So, you know, we're going to take those down for now. Um, but if you have any topics you want to talk about, like I want to talk about Flat Earth. I want to talk about some more ghost stories. If you have any of these things you guys have encountered, please drop us a line. Emergency Exit Podcast at Gmail. You guys got us on Facebook. We're on Twitter, uh, Twitter, Twitter, and you know what? I want to get started with our uh, Tumblr as well. I'm gonna start leaving polls every week, and I hope that you guys answer it. So we should do a poll this week. Uh, yeah. What, what will be say? our what, uh, what will be our question? Should it be what do, What do people think about uh, the reaction and handling of the North Korea missile? Lame. We're gonna get okay. to it. We're gonna get to how it next week. How do you feel week. about the? No. How do you then? How do you feel about? Should we do something about the drug? High on songs. We were working up to to play a show together, so we were working on shit. And I just remember you were showing me videos and and interviews and all this, and you were like all about it. And I was like, I just don't fucking buy it. And then uh, what I say, I said, well, why is it when when you're in like a vacuum or in zero gravity? Water or liquids or, or matter, any sort of mass, forms into a ball. Yes. Which water forms into a, is a vacuum. A sphere. So it, why on earth would any sort of thing form into a flat shape? And then from there, I was like, you know, you're right. You know, when you're in zero gravity, if you, and it's something we can experience through parabolic sure flight, you know, that when you squeeze out something of liquid, it's going to collect into a ball because of its own gravity. Right. And, and we've actually, seen astronauts do this. Whether you believe they're in space or not, yes, of course, they're still obviously in zero gravity because they're floating around. So Whether it's want you simulated, or, you know, yeah, even if it's simulated sure, or not, they're still in the, sure, those sure. those conditions. And you said you saw one put water on a, a paper clip or something. Yeah, what they did is they they had a in the middle of this blank space. Let's call it a square foot blank space of nothing in the ISS. Okay, the International Space Station, and. What I think it was, uh, Doctor K- Kelly. He uh, took a wire and uh, it was a wire, and he Scott Kelly, right? Scott Kelly, right? right. He grabbed the wire, bent. It was about a foot in uh, in length. He bent it in half, so it was like two, uh, like a big old horseshoe, and rolled, uh, just squeezed the end, and so that it looked like a loop at the end, and it was just twisted a bit. And so what he did is he squeezed some of his water that he had, and what happened is once it touched. The, the structure he made, the, the paperclip wire thing that was just twisted, it had a loop. Um, once it touched it, it joined to it. And any other water that got to it and all that mass that accumulated there was all spherical. And something, when I looked at that, I went, my goodness, that's exactly what's happening with Earth. In the, we're just so fucking small that we don't see this thing. The the flat earth, flat right. earthers go, okay, we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour. So they say, why don't we feel that? It's because when you're standing 
let's say you're standing on the moon and you're looking at the Earth spin. It's spinning at a thousand miles, but it doesn't look like it's going that fast, right? It's like when you're driving a long distance and you look at the, the, the sun and it just kind of stays in the same place for a while. It's because it's so fucking far from you that it seems like it right. doesn't move if very you're, much. If you're on an airplane that's traveling... 500 miles an hour. You don't sit there feeling it. Like, you're like, oh, okay. You know, you're... But at first, the don't first you feel you do, it? What, you during the acceleration, but once it hits speed... Boom. And then you're... There are no more outside forces. You're just traveling at this speed. And, oh, and okay. none, none of us have experienced the world or the Earth stopping or speeding right. up. Right. So all we've ever known is that. And the same reason why you you and me can sit in the back of a car that's going 80 miles an hour on the freeway. Nobody in front of the driver. They're just driving, and we you and me can both throw a a, a baseball to each other. Just toss it. Right. And it's going to just go back and forth as if we were sitting right. here it's not like it, on a stationary planet. Gets into the air. It stays still, and the fucking car is going to catch up to it. It is still traveling. All. This is exactly why we want to talk to flat earthers. We're very open to talking to y'all about this. But you got to come up with some legitimate shit. We really want you to have some really legitimate actions. I don't want to hear like, "Hey, you're standing at the beach and the horizon's flat." I don't want to hear that shit because we're so small we can't see. We're too curvature. small to see curvature. Now I want to hear something if you better go up than high enough on a mountain. I bet you can see curvature. I don't think so. I bet you can. No, we're still too small. We're still too small. I don't think so. Dude, I think you need to be more than... No, no. We're, we're still too small to see curvature I when you get you on could. top of the mountain. I bet you could. Well, I guess... You can see so fucking far. Like, eventually... I'm, I mean, again, so if, you, if someone's walking directly away from you, right? As they disappear, it's feet first, then legs. Right, yeah. They, they, the feet first uh, dissipate as they go up. However, because they're going over, let's say we have this same experiment. We have someone walk and they go a couple miles and we start seeing them visually without any instruments disappear from the feet down or the feet up. Yeah. Right. But let's say we say stop as soon as they're waist up, as we only see waist and above as soon as they're walking, we say stop. We can grab an instrument that will let us see them foot up. Now, how is that possible on a round earth? Because according to Pythagoras, uh, proof of curvature meter or a uh, chart that he's made, there should be, correct me if I'm wrong, eight inches to every mile of cur- uh, for curvature. So every mile that's going in front of you, there should be eight inches of curvature. And is that, that naked eye, though? Uh, naked eye. It, no, it's, 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 I don't think it's naked eye. I think it's just it's in general. Boom. Like, that's, that's what it should be. I think it should be naked eye because they didn't have very good instruments well, back then. Yeah, but perspective is a thing, too. Like, once you get an instrument... Well, let me tell you something real quick. Okay. Um, a lot of flat earthers will use this uh, Pythagorean theorem of proof of curvature, not the Pythagorean theorem that does triangles, the Pythagorean proof of curvature to prove that round earth is wrong because they'll stand at Michigan or uh, something and they'll look over the, the skyline and see the next big city's uh, skyline or whatever. Um, they see that because of refractive lens because we have an atmosphere that's got lots of water and look, you'll hear a lot of scientists say that. However, I, fuck, I, I, I'm, I'm losing my track of thought. Where are we at here? Uh, I, how you can see things with curvature of the earth or why they say you shouldn't be able to see these things because of the curvature, if there was curvature of the earth. 
the buildings that they say you see because if it's supposedly x feet for every x or y mile then standing in Michigan and looking into Canada, you shouldn't be able to see these buildings. Right, and you're seeing these cameras that have extremely great zooms showing that even though we saw them uh, go down beyond the horizon, we're seeing them in the horizon. We're, uh, we're seeing them... Uh, so you're saying it should be like just a closer view of what we can see. Well, what I'm saying here officially, I know I got off track for a second, is that Pythagoras proof of curvature chart is set for a perfect spherical earth which it is not which is a perfect sphere which our earth isn't you just said it and even uh mr neil degrasse tyson he's the 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 pre chairman of the planetary society or something right and the preemptive like cosmetologist there's no reason not to trust him but there are a lot of flat earthers that will call him neil degree uh disgrace tyson you know he well, is full know, of lies. He's probably disinformation agent. If you don't have any haters, then you're not doing anything. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I guess. But, like, I feel at this point, it's, it's up to them. They have the burden of proof. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They, they can't are, just be like, well, what about this then? Sorry. Everybody fucking knows that planetary things are round. So you have the burden of proof, not us. Like, you have to fucking prove that it's flat don't put this on like if if they're right then how do they explain the the disappearing from the feet up as they walk over the horizon how well, do how they do explain they, that when it's flat well how do they explain that when with the proper lens you can see that it's actually there Something, okay but i know how do they explain if, if it's all flat then they would just get smaller and smaller and smaller well, that explains so how well, they, hold up nick that explains why we can't see curvature because something that, let, let's say we're standing at a beach, we watch a boat go out into the horizon, we, without any instruments, watch it disappear. But we ask that boat to stop. As soon as we see it disappear, we get a proper telescope, and guess what? We will see it. Why is that possible? I don't know. How, how, do, how do things disappear from the bottom? No, I'm saying burden of proof is on flat earthers. So how do you get, well, uh, you know what, how, do that's you get what, how do things disappear that's that way? That's something that a flat earther will ask you. That's you, what I'm saying. And like, they have to prove. And all you got to say is like, Oh, the burden proof is on you, but like that—that that stops the argument right there. We need some. We need something so, better. Well, then, how do they explain that phenomenon? Is what I'm saying. The Earth is flat. That's what they're saying. The reason why then you can that see that doesn't explain why things as we, they go over the prize and we, go from the bottom up. What they're saying is we perceive the Earth as round. Um, so we just uh, fucking make that up with our eyes? No, I mean, w- way before the Earth was uh, debunked as a flat Earth, it was flat. You know. Uh, People thought that there was a dome over the Earth, and right, still you to could this sail day, off happens. the end of it until Magellan went all the fucking way around it. Or where, and people have flown all the see, way around you're, it. You're not looking at this right. If you were a real flat earther like I was, you'd say they can sail around the Earth if they went because west. Because it's a donut. If they went west to east or east to west, that would happen. Or it's, it's, a, it's a record, I guess, not a donut. It's a record. But they can. A lot of flat earthers will say that there's never been a north to south. Uh, circumnavigation uh, flight before and in the Guinness Book of World Records you'll find that there has been in the, like the 20s or something see boom however but that's probably just all a lie like NASA the thing is no it's not that because our compasses will point north they will always point right, but north there's true north and then there's magnetic north what's the difference magnetic north isn't at what the north pole would be magnetic north I can't remember the number of degrees but it's it's, it's off it's set off a bit which is how we know that 
our planet is tilted. We 27.3 degrees or something. Yeah, we are off kilter and off topic, just like the world is. We're off tilt a bit. And we're so gonna... That's the shit people want to hear, though, is us just fucking getting into it. Yeah, you know what? I, I absolutely believe that we are on a round. So we need a flat earther earth. on here. Well, I'm talking so we can to get through I'm, this. I'm talking to some YouTubers and I'm trying to get them onto the podcast without trying to be like, "Hey, I'm going to just attack you the whole time." Because I really do. And when we do get a, a person that is a flat earther on, I don't want this attack on them. I want to hear exactly their proofs. I want to rebut at times, but without attacking. Say, like, here's one of my rebuts. This is a something that I think will You've already debunk out your rebuts. Well, I think this will uh, deprove. <laughs> I think this will bust anybody. We have something called Polaris, which we can all see on the right, northern the hemisphere. North Star. And I've been pointing it out lately. You have every time. And I, I see it. I go, hey, there it is. And it points up there. It is, it is in the sky. And if you had a long exposure lens, let's say five minutes or so, you can even two minutes. You can sit there, take a picture in long exposure, and you will experience. If you put uh, if you put Polaris, the North Star, right in the middle of your camera, you'll see that whatever sort of celestial bodies are around it will spin It'll around, move it around it because of what happens with the long exposure. It, it takes a picture of a light right. and it makes a trail of it. Correct. Now, I use that topic as uh, we the, uh, for the flat Earth. We have the South Star as well. It's not quite in the same position as the North Star would be. It's a little off kilter of the like axis. The Australians look at. The Australians, because in Australia, they can't see Polaris. No. Which is another way of proving round Earth. However, oh. so if someone's in Australia and there's somebody in Antarctica, uh, no, uh, Argentina, okay. right? Right at, the, uh, right at the bottom of South America. And you have someone at the bottom of uh, Australia. Australia. And they're both, both South Pole. And they're both, both South or Southern border. They're sorry. both looking south. Okay. In the flat Earth model... They would be looking at two different spots. Antarctica would be, uh, right. I mean, yes, uh, Argentina would be pointing this way, and uh, South is just at the outer rim. That's right, and there's right. no, there's no one center spot for South. So they would be like on other opposite sides of a record, right? And they're looking at, yeah, exactly. And for South, for them, it's two different spots on that record. Okay, so we need to get that. We need to get some people from either of those places to both confirm. Well, here's the thing. The anti-Polaris. Now, anti-Polaris, which is Sigma Octanus, the South Star. Oh, there's an name for it. Good. Okay. Sigma Octanus. Sigma Octanus. Now, okay. it's not directly in our tilt, where, but it is so fucking close that if you put your camera on it and put a long exposure, guess what will happen? You will see star trails that will circle around it. Same as the North. As the North. Now... As the flat earth model, they say there's a dome up there, and the dome would definitely spin. If the dome spun, now if the dome spun, you'd get a North Star trails that circle around, correct? But if there was a dome on this, if, if the dome on is flat earth, and two people from two different continents, like uh, South America, uh, they're at Australia. At, yeah, and, our, and, they both, and they both experience the spin or the circle around Sigma Octanus, you would definitely be able to prove that there's a round earth because they cannot physically look at the same two right. spots if they were on a flat earth. So the flat earth theory is also that it's not spinning? Right. It's a stationary. Imagine this. <laughs> Imagine this. There is a, an ice plane. It is all ice. You have a sun. Wherever it came from 
flat earthers don't know where that comes from. But there's a sun. It's about 34,000 miles above the plane. And it goes in a circle and it for some reason. spins around like the needle on a record. And but above it. Above it, right? And so what happens it. through time? That sun, that heat is going to melt that ice. And so whatever's right. underneath that because ice. Because the north... Quote, air quotes. North right in, is the middle. in the middle of the record. Yeah. The south is at the outer exactly. rim. Exactly. The sun is going around the middle. So we have that's called puddles theory because they also say there could be several of these of these. Uh, they say space is cold like ice, you know, and what it, I love this theory, by the way, that we are a plane of ice and throughout the throughout this plane which is another word for planet, right? It's just a plain planet, okay. right? All right, all right. There are several different puddles that also have stars. The sun that have also melted uh, uh, a puddle that is considered a world to someone that's sm as small as us. I mean, we look at these things. Like a sun looks like a little nickel to us, but in reality, it is uh, a gigantic, Gantuous motherfucking oh, yeah. thing. Of times bigger than us, and it's it's just circling around equator, an equator that we know as. And back in the day, we used to think that we circled around things. We were the center of the universe, and then yeah, as smarter people evolved, you know, they did this. I, I mean, it's not hard to think, or even that bad to think that there are other puddles out there. I I mean, if if they can if they can come up with something, and in, in my mind, burden of proof is on them because. To go but to you, believe you, them, but you can't do that. To anymore. believe them means that we have to think that everything NASA or any other space, because NASA is not the only space exploration right. company. There's Russia, there's China. They're all doing and it, and there are even us. other American companies. Virgin, uh, yes, the Tesla guys doing one. Like all of them have to be lying to us. But that's not. Uh, the, so I don't. That, it's not that they're lying to us. You have to think uh, better than that because you you would when you say that kind of thing. It's like oh, no, every because single they person. Take the curvature and the speed of the Earth in relation to other curving and speeding. But moving those are things. those are all old principles that we already take advantage for. It's not like we test them anymore. We use them. We as need to proof. know it if we're trying to fire out of our atmosphere towards another. I think uh, space Nick, body. I think that our Pythagorean proof of curvature is out of date. Because okay, we've been that, spinning, that was created in like 1700. But like, when you're hold talking, up a second, hold up a second. I, when it's when we're spinning, that it makes a perfect sphere. Um, that 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 theorem is a sphere. And Neil deGrasse Tyson told us we're not a sphere, uh, a perfect sphere. We're an oblique spheroid. Therefore, we're a different shape than we're known. We're not a perfect ball in the sky anymore. No, but that has nothing to do with my point. Okay, sorry. My point was. They have to take all this shit into consideration when they're firing stuff off of the planet into other fucking beings or other objects. Like when we need to fire something at the moon and make sure it lands on the moon, we have to take into consideration our rate of spin, our size, our circumference. Like sure, the, sure. And the moon, like all of this shit. Which, has by the to way, we have play. shot. We shot shit at the moon. Yes. We should cover that. So we Go could ahead. not have done that without knowing all of this. We're looking at Jupiter on our Chromecast right? right now. And we've got things flying by Jupiter. We've got things that went by Pluto. We've got something orbiting. We can do it so well that we can send something out to go bypass all of the other planets in the way and then catch in and start orbiting Saturn. Because now we've got like super close-up photos of its rings. It's amazing. Now we it's, have to know so our own by the curvature way. and our speed. Like this is how we fucking do that. Now, 
to believe flat earth, you have to believe that all of that is a lie. And that's my thing. Like, why? You're right. You know, and Newton said it best once. He goes, the only reason why I can see so far is because I stand on the shoulder of giants. Of giants, right. You know, and Newton got crazy at the end of his life. You know, he got into alchemy. Was he crazy, though? You know? No, alchemy has been a thing for a long time. Like, a lot of people got into that. Absolutely. Like, I think... But that, that that's a, like a symbolism of someone going crazy, but... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was... Oh, you wanted some of this whiskey? Some, some you know, no, I don't think alchemy is is a sign of crazy. I just think we haven't we haven't, haven't fully broken under, it. Yet. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You because know, because it's just dealing with elements. Think about Newton for a second. Newton did not fuck any girls. He did not put his. He did not well, get his dick wet. Or take away credibility. Well, I'm not trying to give him any credit or <laughs> take away any credibility. But think about this, dude. He was if that you, focused. Nick. Nick Imagine your guitar playing. Yes. If you did not even think about getting fucked, getting your dick sucked by your wife, or I'm sorry, Laura, I'm sorry, that sounds so bad, but by any th- sort of thing that makes you a man, right, that, that we all crave, how great would you be at, at your guitar? guitar? Like you'd be, uh, you wouldn't be struggling to do this and that. If you focus primarily on your guitar right. and you didn't, and you thought and there was nothing about booze or and you women. said any girl that's in my way just is like gets gets their palm and they get scooted over to the left or the right. Yeah, they get the, the face. They get the tough. face palm, dude. You know, <laughs> like if you were that way and you treated a guitar like you wanted to fuck it. Like, you would be amazing at it. Now, let's think Newton. Newton was the same way. Now, right, right, right. There were enemies to Newton. They were like, like let's say, like, I'm against you, and I want... You're right. getting all you the great gigs. You want to be the guitarist. You're fucking Newton of guitar. You're, like, getting all the great fucking gigs because you're amazing. I'm good, too. I'm amazing. But there's something about you that makes you so much better. Well, I love the fuck chicks. Well, Nick over here hates to fuck chicks because he knows that's just bad for guitar playing. Distraction. Just like in the movie Rocky. And so for me, I try to send some whores your way. I say, hey, go over there and fuck. You undermining son of a bitch. Just suck his fucking dick. And they go over there and they go, I don't give a fuck what you say. They're going to try to suck your dick. And you, Newton, that happened to Newton, by the way. His, His fucking enemies would send chicks his way and he'd be like, why don't you go suck a fucking egg? And he'd walk away and do his own fucking thing. <laughs> that was thing. such an insult at the time. <laughs> suck an egg. Why don't you go suck your own oh. shoe, you fucking bitch? Anyways, that's we, it. We just digressed a lot. That's it, you guys. We're done. But it's good. I bet, I'm just calling this, Go ahead. that the people that listen to this episode will say, my favorite part was when the two of you started fucking screaming at each other <laughs> about that shit. It has to be. Uh, like, that's the best part. You guys, thank you guys for listening so much. Thank you. You know... If you want to tweet us, I want you guys to follow us uh, at Twitter at EMEXPod. Check us out on Facebook. Give us a like at uh, on, uh, it's just search Emergency Exit Podcast. You guys, thank you so much. We're on all sorts of different podcast networks. We would really love if you would just give us a five-star rating on iTunes because that's kind of a big one. I guess if you guys get five, if we get five stars and there's a good rating, they'll put us up with other uh, right, and they'll actually like start promoting us, and, and we'll actually get some great. Uh, we'll get more listeners, just like you guys. You know, you guys know us. You guys know that we're uh, doing some fun stuff. So why not involve everybody else? So thank you guys once again. This is the end of our episode. Thank you. This has been episode twenty-one. Just yeah, talking the news, man. What turned into uh, uh, let's just uh, fuck it. Let's just do this. 
And it, now it it's turned won't... into quite a quite a fucking thing. This well, is a big deal. It's almost two hours, so beautiful. Yeah, it's a long time. So thank you guys for listening. I'm uh, for Nick. I'm Los. That's, That's right. right.